Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm grateful you're here with us, and I am so thankful to be your host. We're going to be looking at a couple of really cool, what I call evidences and proofs for Christianity and the veracity of the New Testament. First is very famous. It's the famous Tyrannus inscription. We'll go through that, and then we'll go through Luke's vocabulary in the Gospel and Acts. And this has especially just recently been almost earth-shattering as far as seeing Luke as an accurate historian. When William Ramsden, firmed atheist, went to write the ultimate book against Christianity in the Mediterranean, beginning with Acts and Luke, Luke the writer of Acts, uh, his friends were shocked about eight years later when he had converted to Christianity and said Luke was the most accurate historian of antiquity and went on to write so many great books on the veracity of the New Testament and its historicity. Paul the Roman citizen and Paul the traveler and the seven cities of Revelation and all kinds. Those may not be the exact titles, but they're very close. Um, and it also gives a couple of really good recommendations for books. One is Colin J. Hemer book I really like, the Book of Acts and the Setting of Hellenistic History. And then also, A.N. Sherwin-White, Roman Society and Roman Law in the New Testament. That's from Oxford. Both highly recommended books. So let's get started. We're on page 360 of the Popular Handbook of Archaeology in the Bible by Geisler. And almost a Geisler and Nix. I do that a lot. <coughs> That's a famous book in biblical introduction, uh, but Geisler and Holden, shouldn't forget Holden. So the Tyrannus inscription, what is that? <clears throat> that the name Tyrannus was engraved on a stone pillar in Ephesus shows that the same name mentioned in Acts 19.19, Tyrannus, was used in Ephesus during the first century AD. This find thus shows consistently with Luke's mentioning of the name when Paul visited Ephesus. The thing is, we're not sure if it's the same Tyrannus. Very well could be, might not be, but that name was in currency at that time in Ephesus. And then Luke's vocabulary in the Gospel and Acts. This is fascinating to me. Luke, the writer of the Gospel of Luke and Acts, has in the past been faulted by some modern critics for alleged historical errors in his records. However, this view has been replaced by a much more favorable view of its accuracy in light of recent discoveries about the customs and language of Luke's time. In many cases, modern historians have had to revise their former opinions. Following are some of the points which Luke's history in the book of Acts has been vindicated. <clears throat> there are several here. Lycaonian is the correct language spoken in Lystra, Acts 14.11. The proper form of the city name Troy or Troas is, in fact, Troas. The use of polytarchs, we've mentioned that in a couple of podcasts previous to this, some quite some time ago, as proper designation for the magistrates at Thessalonica, some not too long ago. Correct Athenian slang word for Paul as permaloga. I think that is actually spermaloga, spermalogos. You see, 
it's in small print in this book. It's like in a section. <laughs> so my eyes, you know how they are, uses Areopagite as the proper title for a member of the Athenian court, Acts 1734, the proper title for Grandma True, for the chief executive magistrate clerk in Ephesus, 1935, and that is, in fact, Grandma Stratus, something to that effect, <laughs> uses correct Roman authorized title of honor, Nincoro, in 1935, uses the plural anthropotai, which would be referring in two men functioning as proconsul at this time, 1938, Acts 1938. Use precise term insolite for taking a standing and recording the correct depth of water near Malta, 27, 28. That is holosunsti. Holosunsti. I feel like I'm learning on cassette tape a foreign language. Anyhow, Uses precise term holocunsti. We see that applies correct title first man of the island, the Protos Ta Nesnan, to Malta's leader in Acts twenty eight seven. The precision of these historical details and others has led Roman historian A. N. Sherwin White to remark for Acts the confirmation of historicity is overwhelming, but any attempt to reject his basic historicity, even in matters of detail, must appear absurd. Roman historians have long taken it for granted. Coming from A. and Sherwin White, that is saying something. So once again, we see that the Bible is absolutely true. You may want to make a little journal or notebook of things you find interesting every day, and uh, we just invite you to join us daily. Please listen to our playlist. Please leave us a five-star review. Helps people to find us. And God bless you. We will talk with you later. Thanks for being here with us.